0: Hello and welcome to episode 245 of Fergo on the Freak. I'm the Rugby League Project, Andrew Ferguson. You can find me on Twitter, at Andrew RLP. Joining me, as always, is the glorious League Freak, who you can
1: find on Twitter, at League Freak. How you going there, mate? I'm going well, Andrew Ferguson. How are you going? I'm smooth. You know what? So am I. I'm like, uh... Yul Brenner. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of some, I was trying to think of some way to put it, but yeah, you'll Brenner will do yeah. except instead of a beanie's head. It's my genitals. Cause I go to manscape.com because at manscape.com, if you put in our exclusive code, which is NRL, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. And look, they sell all of the best personal products you will find um, I highly recommend the Lawnmower 3.0. It's it really is. It is the best of the best. It'll leave you just smoother than your Brenner's head. It really, really will. Um, except it'll be your balls, and you'll get compliments on it. People compliment me on my balls all the time. I've ever told you about this. Well, I get... yeah. I remember. I remember you telling me you went to uh, you went to the shopping centre there at Penrith, just sans pants, and people were just yeah. going, man. That is smooth. You know, the, I was actually looking at uh, some of the mangoes they had on sale. And I was trying to find the right mango. And Did
0: the green grocer mistake
1: your mangoes from the actual mangoes? Well, I, I was like, are these the best you've got? And they were like, yeah, they're not too bad, are they? And I said, hey, hey check these out. And I pulled out my balls. And they were like, I'm sorry, you're, you're looking for something that's on a completely different level. To what i can sell you and produce and they said those can i take a picture of them i said no but thank you for your time and it was all thanks to manscaped because they are the reason why my genitals look so good so go to manscaped.com put in the code nrl 20 percent off free shipping of everything on the website you get a 30 day money back guarantee and you're coming up to Christmas. Get yourself something nice or something good for the person you love. You'll you'll love it. You really will love it. There we go. Yeah.
0: Speaking of things you love, yeah. Uh,
1: Trent Barrett loves loves a few random signings. He does. He he's does. been busy. He's been busy. Well, he got uh, he's got Kyle Flanagan. Okay, so that's so, a good signing. So that's not bad. Knowing Trent Barrett as
0: well as we do, I'm assuming that there is a negative signing that far outweighs the
1: goodness in the good signing. Well, I guess you could put it that way because, like, the club sign has signed up as their high performance consultant, which sounds like a a giant wank of a title,
0: like something that
1: Justin Potato has. uh, Do they have a high? Who's their high performance consultant? Probably just a Potato. Probably. Yeah. Anyway, the Bulldogs have signed a high-performance consultant, and it is former All Blacks head coach Steve Hansen. Now, if I was looking to get better at rugby league, I can think of nothing better than to sign an old rugby union coach to help that process. What do you reckon?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, 91 to 93. Still lingers. <laughs> still lingers. Um Dark times, freaky dark times. Uh,
1: Steve Hansen has had wonderful success in rugby union. Yeah,
0: Surely so, that translates so did, into... So did Alan Jones with the Wallabies. <laughs> very successful time as coach there. Um, they Look, it's, it's probably not a bad signing. Uh, Hansen will help them with their scrummaging and their lineouts. That's very important for the Bulldogs
1: because if they can't
0: play rugby league very well, they might as well try and play rugby union, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I don't get something like this. I really don't understand it. Uh, like, first of all, a high—you know—a high performance consultant. What does that really mean? Is uh, like, can he even come over from New Zealand? No, no he just does it by text message. It's just—it's just a, just a feel-good in reverse. Yeah, exactly. And like, what's he going to say? Like, try harder. Yeah, uh, tack- tackle harder, and with the occasional text message saying, "Good work, boys." Good stuff. Good. Yeah. Good loss. Close. You're trying. Yeah. yeah. Good effort. It's weird. I find it very strange. But anyway, they signed him. They're all um, pumped up about that. When I I talked about it a little bit on Twitter, I haven't been on Twitter much the last few days, but uh, I said about it, and most people were like, oh, my God. And there are a few that were like, well, he he knows a little bit about football. It's like, no, he knows a little bit about Rugby Union. He doesn't know shit about Rugby League. So uh yeah we'll find out how that turns out but the other thing i saw with the bulldogs was that trent barrett is talking about how there's some targets he has and they're all panthers players and it's like yeah good good luck with that you know you lure them to fucking the bulldogs second last on the ladder from the team that's it was in the grand final this year let's see how you do with that and i'm nuts
0: you know i might be looking at some manly players well, easily like walk across. Isn't it? You know, he might even now that uh, Kieran
1: Forbes now signed with Manly, he might try and get Kieran Forbes back at the Bulldogs. Get him back. It's <laughs> weird how coaches like players that they know. Hey, yeah, it's 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 amazing how that works. Yeah, like if I was the Bulldogs it's... and Trent Barrett comes in and he says, "You know, what will fix this." Lots of Panthers players, I'd be like, "Dude, do you, you know, there's there's other players out there." That'll be probably easier to get, don't you? I'd argue that it's possibly the lazy
0: way to go about recruitment.
1: Probably. probably. Because
0: it means he's only been looking at the players that he coaches and not the ones that he coaches against.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, he was the sole reason why we had any success at Penrith. Just ask all those dumb fucks at the Telegraph and Fox Sports. So who do you blame then for the loss in the grand final? Well, they would blame Ivan Cleary. Ah, uh, he loss. was tired again. T- very, very tired. He, he was sleepy in that first 20 minutes especially. See, if you hadn't been
0: staying up rooting the half uh, mother.
1: I know, right?
0: This Big, is going to bring the club down, man. The biggest scandal no one's talking about. You, you need to abandon this club before you, you, know, you have to go through all of the misery of all the, uh, the,
1: this drama. Anyone find it weird that he makes the halfback call call him dad? Wow, it's kinky. I'll I'll give it that. Yeah, I mean, it's kinky. Like if I had a a dollar for every time someone called me daddy, you know, I'd be rich man. But still, I find it strange. It is strange.
0: Um, Any other strange news going on? Oh, actually, Um, I remember you telling me that uh, Andrew Johns has named his best ever blues team of all time. Is there anything
1: strange in that? He has. Well, look, I've, I was thinking that it's about time that we heard from Andrew Johns because it's been, what, four or five days. So he named his greatest New South Wales team of all time. Are you ready for it?
0: Okay. If he doesn't have Tim Brasher at fullback, then this thing gets completely squashed on the
1: spot. Fullback James Tedesco. <laughs> I feel like that's what they call recency bias. That is <laughs> <laughs> Um Wingers Jared Hain and Eric Growth Senior. Never okay. It's interesting. Um mm-hmm. centers, no Rod Wishart. <laughs> Rod Wishart's the slowest swinger of all time. How <laughs> dare you? Uh okay, centers Bradley Fitler and Mark Gazny. mm mm-hmm. Okay. Halves, Laurie Daly and Ricky Stewart.
0: That's a given.
1: So he left himself out of the halves. Hooker, Danny Badiris. That's a given. Front rowers, Paul Harrigan and Glenn Lazarus.
0: Yeah, I can handle that.
1: Back rowers, Paul siren and Ben Kennedy. Okay. Lock, Bradley Clyde. Yep. And the reserves are Paul Gallon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Stephen Roach,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Stephen Menzies, yep, and Craig Wing. There's one glaring omission. Yeah.
0: Andrew Reddinghausen.
1: Well, I would, yeah, I would think that Et should be in there. Uh, I'd have would e. have, yeah, I'd have him again to Mark Gasnier. Yes, like, absolutely kind of close. Yeah, um, I'm trying. I, I wouldn't have Ben Kennedy in the back row. No, I. I wasn't sure on that one. Who would I have in the back row instead? I'm sure I've probably got a New South Wales team that's on the website somewhere, but um, mm. who would be a better back row than Ben Kennedy?
0: Well, I mean, you could put Wayne Pearce in there.
1: Yeah, you could. Wayne Pearce.
0: Ray, yeah. Ray Price. Yeah.
1: I'd have them way ahead of Ben Kennedy. You could even, you know what you could also do? You could put uh, Steve Roach in the front row with Glenn Lazarus and Paul Harrigan in the back row. With that would him. work too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, a- anyway. He, he didn't did watch it too coach. savagely, but yeah. Yeah, it, it's, I don't know, it just seems a bit meh, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, it's uh, interesting that the uh, he, he didn't put himself in the side. It is interesting, yeah. He'd be that, in my team. That dis- that displays a distinct lack of of ego on his behalf, which is very very worrying for me because <sighs> he's an immortal. He should be there. Yeah, oh, I'd advocate for him to be put there. He's left out an immortal. You know yeah. what?
1: No one's ever done is an all time New South Wales team, like it, from nineteen oh eight. From nineteen oh eight. Yeah. So, like. At fullback yeah. you've got to have Clive Churchill, right? Churchill's
0: a fullback. On the wings you'd have Ken Irvine. Yep. and take your pick. Yeah, the other wing would be difficult. Um You have Harold Horder, Ken uh was it Sach Blinkhorn? Those those two stick you out because they just got a shit ton of tries.
1: At 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 state level though?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Centres that... you've got a million centres. Yeah, the centres
0: are uh but are, I'd probably go with Dave Brennan and uh, Dally Messenger. Reg Gazney has got to be in the mix somewhere. Steve Rogers.
1: I would probably have... I think you'd have to have Messenger and That That's how I would go.
0: Yeah. Um, you could pick any of those four and it wouldn't be shocking.
1: No, nah, no. Nah, halves. Who would you pick for Halves? Um, I'm still going with Johns.
0: Well, the thing is... Pretty sure Duncan Thompson played half for New South Wales, even though he's a Queenslander.
1: Ah, oh, okay, yeah, because it was residency back then. Yeah. Did you play for New South Wales?
0: Uh, yes he did. Okay. Not many games, so we can leave him out. But uh yeah, I'd probably put Andrew Johnson in there. Who would be at six? Jesus. Oh,
1: see, There's quite I would, a few players you could have around there. Yeah, I would probably... Uh, it's hard to choose between Fittler and Daly for me. I'd, I'd, I'd have to go Fittler, I think, because I think he did it for longer.
0: Yeah, another option would be Bob Fulton. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. I'll put it down between Fulton and Fitler, I reckon.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, Hooker. Uh, I find it hard to not go Danny Badiris. He was fantastic for New South Wales.
0: Yeah, Badiris. Um, we can have a look at Ian Walsh, Ken Kearney. Sid I was going to say Ken Kearney, yeah. Snowy Justice. I think Arthur Snowy Justice and Sid Pierce played the most number of games for New South Wales, the Hooker. Oh, really? Um. And, yeah, Baderis. Front row. Front row. Front row. Oh, man. There's so many good front rowers even just through the State of Origin period.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I think Glenn Lazarus personally, I think he's one of the best front rowers of all time. Did, uh, I tell you what, did uh, Arthur Beetson play for New South Wales? He did indeed, 15 times. There you go. Arthur Beetson got to be one of them.
0: Yep. I mean, some of the forwards, some of the props that played for New South Wales prior to Origin, you've got Ray Sturr, played 37 games there, mm-hmm. uh, Roy Bull, Billy Can, Eddie Root, Ted Courtney, Frank Curran, Frank Farrell, I mean, he was tough as nuts. Oh, um, oh, George Treweek, he also played in the second row as well, uh, one of the all-time great players, George Treweek, Bob O'Reilly. Yeah, Ooh. we could sit here going on forever about who yeah. played there.
1: That's crazy. Uh, back rowers. I mean, I've always loved uh, Paul Siernan. He was fantastic. Uh, you had to watch him play. He was amazing at origin level, and as for Australia too. Oh, yeah, it just had that massive fend. Yeah. I've got a great
0: picture of him here from the 89 um, Kangaroo Tour to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And it's him looking at the cameraman as he's about to fend someone off. Mm. And you just see his big hand about to hit the player, and so you just see the fence before the player gets
1: there.
0: <laughs> awesome picture. Um, but yeah, you got uh, here. Norm Proven. Norm Proven was the one I was thinking. Hey, eh? yeah. Um, who else would that be? Bob McCarthy.
1: Oh, I heard him Burge. on the radio the other day. Yeah. He's still sharp. Sharp as attack. Oh yeah, uh, Frank Burge. Oh jeez. Well, you could put him at lock, couldn't you? You
0: could, but you've also got um, Johnny Raper to put yeah. in there as well.
1: Johnny Raper, yeah, oh yeah, you could put Burge in the back row, yeah. and Raper at lock. I'd like, I like that. Yeah,
0: you also got Ron Coot in there somewhere too, probably. Um, You'd have to Sid put Sid Pierce. It's uh, it's quite a quite a lot there. It the really forwards, is. The forwards it's... from the past are insane. Yeah. Uh, like you've got like Wally Prig, a journeyman. As we said, Reg Ladder, Ron Coote, Frank Burge. Yeah, that's not where they're even looking at. You know, Ray Price, Wayne Pierce, and Bradley Clyde, yeah. Steve Menzies. So it's
1: uh, pretty sport for choice there. You really are. I mean, like you could have, you might have just filled the bench up. Um it's it's crazy, but yeah. that, you know what you really have never seen a team put together from 1908 for New South Wales ever.
0: Now most people tend to avoid it, and I think part of the problem you get with it is too many people do show show that residency or recency bias. Sorry to yeah. you know what players have played recently. Yeah, um, and I think sometimes people will be inclined to not include the Queensland based play, or the
1: Queensland born players. You can yeah, still we- do a pretty good team without them. True, true. But it's like I, I, I've got no problems putting them in. They played in the blue jersey and, Absolutely. you know, the rules changed. It's like it would be like in 20 years' time if, you know, people look back and say, well, you know, you, you can't pick the Queensland players like uh, Inglis and Sivna and Takiri and Lamb, Craig Smith, Brad Thorne. The list goes on and on of players that really shouldn't have played for Queensland. So,
0: yeah. But no, it's, it's, we we might be able to go through that probably
1: a bit more thoroughly in the future maybe if we're yeah, bored. Yeah, that'd be good to do, do a podcast about that. We've still got to do our best teams of all time as well. Yeah, that's that's somewhere in a file somewhere on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is talk that uh, James Tedesco might not be fit for Origin next week and that his replacement, Pappenhausen, could be doubtful, but it, it feels like it's just a bit of. I thought you were uh, going to say he could be drunk. He could be drunk. <laughs> Apparently, there's um, Cameron Munster. Apparently, he's been just shit faced since the grand final.
0: And Munster shaved off his mustache. Yeah, yeah,
1: uh, and uh, that was a, a sweet, sweet tash too. So he must be drunk. He must be. Um. Ah, oh, so he's he's going to be the fullback then. Well, say those two are out, they'd have to look for, like, some reserve-grade fullback, eh? Hey?
0: Someone from Parramatta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so what's going to happen there. He might get the nod there. I think but, this is, this sounds like a plot by Gutherson. It does. He'd probably been throwing cricket balls under Tedesco's feet while he's been
1: training.
0: <laughs> oh, he's done his ankle. What are the chances? He's, he's you know... Using a, a Nerf gun filled with bloody arrows in it, shooting him at Papano's and while he's trying to dodge them. P- oh,
1: he's got one in the leg. What a shame. Yeah, just, just, oh, he's calf. I wouldn't be playing him. Nah, he's done. And then he runs his fingers through his hair. Um, <laughs> there's his also, a little. believe it or not, Queensland Rugby League is whinging because they've had to pick so many Queenslanders in their team. So they want the state of origin rules changed to allow them to pick non-Queenslanders because they hate Queensland Rugby League players. Um, it wasn't received well from what I saw on Twitter. This who, are they,
0: who are they trying to poach?
1: They want Keery. They can have him. Well, that, you know, I'd have no problems with him having Keary, but yeah. um,
0: What we do is we, we make an arrangement and say, right, this is a special Queensland-only thing where they can loan one New South Wales player every just, year just to make their team competitive. Yeah.
1: Call them the Queensland Golds. Yeah.
0: That'd be good. Um, Just call them them the the, the tweeds heads,
1: maroons, because they're a bit on both sides of the border. Tweed heads and north maroons. Um, (laughs) There's also a little bit of talk around, not so much origin talk, but a little bit of whisper that Greg Inglis wants to play in the NRL again, and he has said he is fully committed, to going over and playing for Warrington, which means Warrington should really start looking at players that they could fill that extra spot with. Because when you consider the COVID situation over there, the travel restrictions, uh, I tell you what, Greg Inglis just might have to play in the NRL next year because it's the only frigging place he can get a game in terms of he can't get over to Super League. Mm.
0: Well, they've still got COVID cases every week among Super League players. I think one game got cancelled today because some players in Huddersfield tested positive, I think, or maybe the other team.
1: Yeah, it's completely nuts. It's mm. nuts. It's uh you know, and they're getting locked down in different areas and things, and I know everyone in northern England is pretty upset about it because they're saying that the Southerners are locking them down and they're not locking themselves down. It's all a big conspiracy to to keep the Northerners down and you know. Well to keep get, the Northerners out of the south. Yeah, yeah, keep fighting the good fight, you northern cunts. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, and that's pretty much all of the rugby league news that's doing the rounds that I've seen. Have you seen anything more than that?
0: I've just been working.
1: Yeah, I thought so.
0: That's it. I come in here and I listen to you talk, and I I just do the intro for this show, and then I listen to you tell
1: me the news. That's, That's all right. It's about time it's my turn to do that, hey? Yeah.
0: Have the um have the origin squads been
1: settled on, or are they still like thirty five players strong? They, I, my my understanding is that they have been settled on. I haven't paid close attention to it because honestly, until I see the team, I really don't care. Um, that's how I feel about it. Like I'm not into squads these days. I used to love looking at the squads and stuff, but now I'm just like, just tell me the team. You know, I worry about that on Monday when they put a team out. and It's like, oh yeah, okay, that's the team they're going with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um,
0: I was going to say, is uh, how many West Tigers players have been selected
1: in squads? Because yeah. usually there's none. It's they've. I feel like they're hitting their average again. I don't think they've got any. I don't think even even Mbai made the team. Let's have a look, Queensland Rugby League team. Imagine if they did pick and buy. That would really show where they're at. <laughs> What's this from? 7th of October. Queensland named nine rookies. There's Maroons named 15. Okay. Let's
0: Come see. On. Nathan Brown used to play for the West Tigers.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: Yeah, that that's pretty close I guess.
1: Um Here we go. Queensland is this up to date? No, that's last year. What the fuck?
0: Ryan Papanism was a was a Tigers Junior, as was James Tedesco.
1: Yeah, that counts. Yeah. That counts. Yeah, there's there's
0: actually none there. Um and then the Queensland squad. <laughs> God damn. Harry Grant, well, it doesn't really classify.
1: Yeah, kinda
0: kind Yeah, none. Good work, Tigers. Another, well,
1: solid, another solid year of doing nothing. It's not a sign that they don't have quality players at the club though. That's what their latter position points out.
0: Right. <laughs> Sorry, I do. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing The team that come last Has got a shit ton of players Playing Origin <laughs> True. Team finish 11th Fucking zero Yeah
1: But you know What What can you do What can you do really
0: Why you you got to just keep signing Former Origin players
1: Yeah And players that are Tossing up retirement Yeah They're
0: talking about Oh I would have retired If I hadn't been Handed this massive Fucking blank check From the West Tigers To play yeah. for three more years
1: that, that always seems to entice players to play that one or two extra years that they shouldn't have. Hey, yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think of the? We've had a few days now since the grand final. What do you? Any any other thoughts on the game? Um,
0: no. I must admit, I, I did watch the replay of the game in full on Fox Sports, where the commentary wasn't um, as fucked as the yeah. as the nine commentary,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and. I'll be honest, watching it back, there was not a single point in that game where I thought, Penneth
1: are in this. Really? Mm. Yeah, I guess they started off poorly, and that was about it. Um, the but thing lot, that... They started I, with a lot of energy.
0: Yeah, yeah And yeah. Um, they looked like they had this intention of doing kind of what the Sharks did in 2016, that was play fast and try and run the, the Storm off their feet, mm-hmm. and then just run them down the second half. Mm-hmm. I kind of did that, but the problem was the execution in the first half was just, it just was nowhere near good enough. And the discipline with the ball in the hand in defense was the worst I've seen this year.
1: Yeah, and when you, I mean, when you give them a 10-point head start, but based on penalty, a penalty try and two penalty goals as well. Yeah. It, it kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> yeah. You're giving up too much of a start. The thing that's kind of I haven't watched the replay back. I'd have no problem switching the replay back of the game. I just haven't watched it. Um is that it was a bit of a crazy game when you think about it. Like it was you know, they it just had so many different parts of the game, like which I found a little bit strange when I think back on the grand final. Um, and the the other thing that I think is been strange is that not too many Panthers supporters have been absolutely devastated by the loss. And I think that that comes from the fact that this team is so young and you kind of know that they're going to be around for a while. And, you know, it, it's I'm not saying that they're going to win a grand final or anything, but... They're going to be around for a while, and it was a fun season, and so I, I think Panthers fans haven't been completely devastated like other clubs might have been, which is good, which is really good. Yeah. Um, one interesting thing to note, the, the Penrith Panthers grand final T-shirts, which I bought one, yeah. uh, they were sent out, it seems like, after the grand final. <laughs> after the grand final? If it wasn't after the grand final, it was maybe Friday. Okay, because I know people that bought them with the express post. Yeah. who didn't get them? They did one hundred percent did not get them before the grand final. Um, my one turned up yesterday, and I had regular post. So,
0: see the thing thing that gets me with a lot of these shirts, yeah, is how quickly you see the premiers running out on the field with the premier shirt on yeah so you know that shit's made before the game. Mhm, and they make exactly the same one available for fans. So yep. where can you go to get a panther's twenty twenty premiers t shirt? Imagine it, they exist somewhere because they would have been there mm-hmm. for the plays if that had won. they'd have run out with it on. Do you reckon though that they're
1: really careful about destroying them?
0: They might be,
1: yeah. Imagine if you were the person that collected all the championship winning T-shirts of teams that actually lost.
0: That'd be brilliant.
1: That really would. Hey, that'd be interesting to look through. Cause
0: I think there'd be a lot of Parramatta fans that'd be wearing one for, for that year <laughs> that they played against uh, Melbourne and Melbourne had the
1: uh, <laughs> wear over the cap. Yeah. You know what? If I, if I met a Parramatta fan that did that, I would be like, that is fucking gangster. Oh, yeah. That would be cool as shit.
0: If you're a Storm fan wearing a, a premiership shirt from that time, that ain't gangster. you dick it.
1: No, yeah, that's a, it's a bit off. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, it's – uh, yeah, I, I feel like maybe they destroy those T-shirts, really, like make sure they do it because you, you never see them. That's
0: right so that's interesting I'd like to see them though
1: Um, there was a bit of a debate that I saw on Twitter this week should the WNRL players get a premiership ring um, considering that their season is so short yes they should I've got no problems with it although I think that it would need to be um, in line with the money that they generate if that makes sense
0: no, I don't care what
1: they get. Yeah, I don't care if they
0: get. I don't care if they get one the same as the men's
1: ten grand. Yeah, you know what? It's cool. It it'd be a cool opportunity to do a really nice ladies ring. Absolutely. Mm. Maybe if you
0: get Barbie cool. to help design it,
1: that'd be nice. Although she'd be like, just put diamonds everywhere, and people would be like, you can't just put diamonds everywhere. She'd be like, oh, can't ya? Look at this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They say, yeah, but Todd's not around anymore to do that. True, true. That is the downside to that. Bar. Just settle Definitely. down.
1: Um, and yeah, that's there's not too much to talk about at the moment. But we have the State of Origin series that's going to kick off, which will be very cool. We've got uh, a couple of guests I'm trying to line up, which will be interesting to talk to. And yeah, we're going to keep we we basically after we did the grand final episode. We have taken a bit of a breather the last few nights, which has been good. Um, but, yeah, we're back into it basically from now un- until, until one of us dies, I guess, hey?
0: Yeah, yeah, we've, we've been trying. I mean, you know, I went and had 37 different diseases last year. I went and tried to catch coronavirus this year. Yeah. Um, You had something... I think it was terminal. I don't know what it was. Tuberculosis. I was going to say tuberculosis. <laughs> it was something, mate. You had something weird going on.
1: <laughs> still got it. I've been still coughing a lot the last couple of days, huh?
0: <laughs> you still got it. I don't know what it is. Um, yeah. It's not the rona. We've, we've tried. I've made him eat an onion every single day since he got it, and he still can taste it. Yeah. Although the onion's starting to burn his taste buds, so now we're not too sure whether the onion test is actually a good way to go now.
1: That's true, you know what I found really weird is that uh the the Warrington coach, which is named Tony Smith, he apparently he got coronavirus, right, and so he he goes into isolation, but a few days later he's testing negative for corona. Yeah, makes you wonder and- how long he had it before he had his test. Well, not only that, it's like I'm hearing a lot of stories about that sort of thing where somebody gets coronavirus and then uh, like within the week they're testing negative for it, and they've got the cor- they've had symptoms like they've lost their you know sense of taste and stuff like that but they're they're coming up negative with corona, which is kind of strange to me,
0: mm. Maybe the testing isn't quite as what it's made out to be. Maybe they've got well, those Donald
1: Trump tests. I, I, yeah, that'd be interesting.
0: <laughs> you said like you want to get involved in something then. You went, like, nope, stop.
1: Nah, no, nah, I, I do not want... You know what I find really fucking weird is the same people in Australia campaigning in the US elections. Like, who are you talking to? Yes. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. <laughs> Yeah, those people
0: are unhinged. I know, right? There's something wrong with them. They're not They're not white properly in the head.
1: That, and, like, some of them are really, they do it nonstop. Yeah. It's like, wow, I'd get a different hobby. I mean, at least I play Xbox and watch pornography. I feel like they're better hobbies than that.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, geez, you can think of a number of, very destructive hobbies that would be better than following American politics that passionately.
1: Very true. Very true. <laughs> Have you got any hobbies, Andrew, apart from um, working, uh, I don't know, what is it, a few minutes a week on, on rugby league project? I don't minutes. know. Probably... A few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> need like that. <laughs> um,
0: at the moment, I'm uh, following a bit of scratch itchy sort of skin off the side of my finger because I've been lifting a lot of pallets at work and it's sort of burnt up my skin a bit. So I'm just using the uh, the file on my pocket knife to sort of smooth it out a bit.
1: That's one of oh, my hobbies. Oh, nice. That sounds uh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> I've I, been...
0: I uh, could probably use something that's a bit more properly
1: suited to um, to skin than a metal file. But fuck like me if the metal file doesn't work really well. That's yes. is smooth. Sometimes you've got to file part of your body off. I get it. That's all good. All right, whatever, Dalma. Um, <laughs> like Tim the Toolman, the beautician. Have you had any hobbies? We might as well talk about whatever. Have you ever? What hobbies have you had in the past that aren't rugby league related? Um, music. Okay. What type? Of, what? What do you mean by music?
0: Well, I used to do these two different things. One was analysing music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't get into that because it's boring. Uh, and playing music. Okay. So I tried to learn as many different instruments as I could. I used used to be able to play, and I do mean used to because I can't play any of it now. Mm-hmm. I used to be able to play piano. Mm-hmm. Um, in my HSC, I played the Axel F theme from Beverly um, Hills Cop.
1: Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah,
0: you need need to use two keyboards to play. So I played it on two keyboards. Yeah. Um, I did that in my HSC. Mm What else was there? I played
1: drums occasionally. I I, I played uh, bass guitar for for a few years. I I was thinking about learning bass guitar at one point because I tried to learn guitar and for whatever reason just couldn't do it. It just wasn't my thing. But I thought I might be able to do bass guitar. But then I was told by someone playing bass guitar is harder than playing regular guitar. And it I can't is
0: because that's the case. It's a lot more um monotonous. So you, you're pretty much hitting the same the same note and the same chords a lot more frequently. So you it does wear your uh, your your joints
1: out pretty quickly in your fingers and your wrists. Yeah. But I've got like really powerful fingers and my wrists are like I mean, superhero yeah. wrists, you know what I mean?
0: You can probably give it a go. I'm sure yeah. you've been you've been doing strength exercises to make sure they're as
1: good as they can be. Strength conditioning, uh, lots of uh, mm. re- repetitive uh, use, and um, that's yeah, a, that's what you've got to
0: do, man. So you see, yeah. you'd be fine.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, get onto the bass. Okay,
0: that'll work well. Um, for about a year and a half at school, I actually did singing, and then I think I turned thirteen, and then the voice broke. And your, I didn't sing any more after that. <laughs> what was your favourite song
1: to sing? Oh, I can't fucking remember, man. That was years ago. Come on, you must have had a favourite song to sing. I generally, genuinely can't remember. Okay. so give I, us I f-
0: think most of the time I just sang songs that the, the teacher made you sing. I didn't actually get to sing anything that I wanted to.
1: Okay, so give us a few lines of something. Go on. Happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I don't sing for shit anymore. I need to be paid more to do that, to make, to do those sort of embarrassment shit. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get drunk to do it. Um... No, just paid more. I'm I'm a genuine whore. I need to be
1: paid money to do stupid shit. (laughs) 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 See, I, I was always good at convincing other people to do the stupid shit. Um, I've had heaps of weird hobbies, hey? Like, um... Collecting it, maybe, cats? Maybe, hey? Collecting cats? No, no, I've never collected cats. My last hobby that I've had was collecting expensive 1-6 scale uh, figures of Marvel, Marvel superheroes. Oh, you and...
0: collect dolls?
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <All> dolls. <laughs> I won't even lie. The last one I got was of Thanos. Um, before thermos? that, Hey, Thermos. Hey,
0: did you say Thermos? No, not Thermos. Thanos. All God oh, God. right. I don't know uh, these people. Have you got one? Have you got one of John McClane?
1: No, I haven't because oh. the John McClane one looked like crap. Okay. Well, you just keep talking. I'm not going to hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, uh, I t- the other thing before that, I was basically collecting one, uh, life scale, models of of different like things like i had my lightsabers obviously i've got uh three iron man helmets i've got a, a metal captain america shield my thor hammer obviously um is there a captain like... australia no there's not but there's a, a british one he, he's not i don't think he's called captain britain he's called uh he's called something else Lord i don't, don't think he has i don't think he has a shield though um but yeah, there's a British like He'd be a Lord bridge. Britain. Hey? He'd be Lord Britain. He might be. Let's let's have a let's and, look him up. And um,
0: he'd have a um he'd have a deep fryer instead of a shield.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All he does is he turns up when everything's finished and he goes, <laughs> You're right, governor. He's <laughs> he's uh is that he 's actually Captain Britain. So he is Captain Britain.
0: He is a captain. So you can't even outrank the, the American yeah bottom's the bottom's in the need to decide what to to do something there who 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 makes a, who calls the final
1: shots oh, there that that would be captain America Captain America is always the leader um he's always the leader 100%. even like you've got to remember Thor is a demigod, and even he listens to captain America's leadership
0: I don't understand this ranking system whatsoever
1: that's all right that's all right it's
0: um it goes against what I've learned. Yeah. It's almost
1: like saying a private tells the captain what to do. Yeah. Like, well, Captain America, I know he's only captain, but he, he, he is. He's the leader of all the Avengers and stuff like that. He is the one that they look to for guidance and, and tactics and things like that. Is there at least Corporal America? No, no. There's a Captain Marvel. Captain They're Marvel. Captains, hey. There's a Ms. Marvel as well.
0: Oh, so she, she doesn't is... get a rank at
1: all. No, but she's, I think, and I only know her from the video game. I think she's like a, a basically a teenage girl. So, oh, okay. and she looks up to Captain Marvel. And so she wanted to be Ms. Marvel. I think that's how that works.
0: Right, makes no remember,
1: sense to me. Remember when we used to be a rugby league podcast?
0: Oh, mate, they were heady days. They were good days. <laughs> Who
1: do you think's going to win the Origin series?
0: New South Wales. Yeah,
1: three mil. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Right, that's that done.
1: Yeah, that was pretty straightforward. Hey, that's our preview for the State of Origin series. Um. I, you know, I think we've we've covered everything, hey.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm getting to the point now where I was going to um, just try and be really condescending about all the ranks with the Captain Marvel and whatnot, and go through all the other ranks. Yeah. Is there a Sergeant America?
1: you. No, I can't think of any. Oh, uh, you know, there's. So at the so what we've got to you okay. is that well, there is n- another rank. There is... I just thought of another rank. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Is uh, what is he? Iron Man's best friend is called Rhodey and he's in the military. Mhm. Think he's a colonel. A colonel. Yeah. So this, colonel.
0: this this Marvel army that they've got. Yeah. There's, there's only two people in it.
1: No. Well, do you can what's Thor if Thor's a god?
0: Well, he wouldn't have a military rank.
1: True. Um, there, there is. I'm pretty sure there is a.
0: Why would a God even need peasants to to help him? Out? why would he just do his, you know, boom lightning shit? I win.
1: Well, they're not exactly peasants. They're superheroes.
0: No, but they're peasants. They're not gods. So they're peasants.
1: I bet, you know what? I reckon you would fucking love the Marvel movies if you watched them.
0: No. Nah. <laughs> Seriously, you would. You would. Nah. You'd love them. No, I've tried to watch these comic book-type movies before. I just said they going, this makes no sense.
1: You know what's weird with me is that there's movies that somebody in the movie will have, like, a power. Like, you, have you ever seen the Equalizer movies? No. With Denzel Washington? Well, Denzel no. Washington, he's not a superhero, but he kind of, like time slows down a little bit for him and he fights people and he kicks everyone's ass. He never, like the matrix. No, no, not quite like the matrix, but he kind of, he's on top of every fight he's ever had sort of thing. Right. And I find those movies utterly ridiculous. But if the story started with him getting like struck by lightning or being near a nuclear blast, and he wore his underwear on the outside of his pants, I'd be all in on it. I'd be like, this superhero's awesome.
0: So like the Transformer
1: movies? I, I wasn't a fan of the Transformer movies because they didn't look like the real Transformers. Although there was a Bumblebee movie where they looked like the real Transformers, and that was it. wasn't a great movie, but it was nice to see the Transformers looking like themselves.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. So this, this could just quickly turn into freaky teachers, Virgo, about movies. <laughs> movies, yeah.
1: A, a, movies that aren't called Die Hard. Yeah, because when it comes to movies, I'm as dumb as they get. What's your favourite movie that's not called Die Hard something? <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I have to think about that one.
1: In Her Shoes.
0: No, no, that's not favourite. That's probably number three. Okay. <laughs> 1917 was good.
1: Yeah, I've, I've still got to watch that. I remember you telling me that was good. Um, We Were Soldiers. Never seen that one.
0: Bit of a theme here.
1: you got, you s- seen Saving Private Ryan? Yeah. Okay. Um, Have you seen Platoon? No. You should see Platoon. I used to watch that when I was a kid, weirdly.
0: Uh, see No Evil, Hear
1: No Evil. That's a classic. I used to watch that when I was a kid as well. Uh, Another You. i never seen that one. Oh. Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen Full Metal Jacket? No. Dude, you got to watch that. You've got to watch that in the next week. <laughs> I'm what's serious. That,
0: what's that one with the um, that Kubrick film where they have the person's eyes stuck
1: open? No, no, that's A Clockwork Orange.
0: There you go. I saw that one too and I went, yeah, this is why I don't watch too many movies.
1: Yeah, I've never seen that one.
0: Yeah, that was...
1: fucked.
0: <laughs> I tried to um, think of another word that was a swear word, I just couldn't. That's the only way to describe it.
1: Sometimes you just gotta... Yeah, there's been some movies that I've watched. My The worst movie I, I used to say was Miss Congeniality 2. I, I sat through that once and thought that was terrible. And then the Phantom. Went. You know, it's funny you pick bring up the Phantom because I was thinking to myself, why don't they bring the Phantom back? But I think the Phantom, the Phantom with Billy Zane—that's
0: was... the only move I ever watched where I went to sleep in the
1: cinema. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. It was utter shit. Well, the problem is, what is the Phantom's powers? It's like, he's I got don't his... know. I was asleep. Ah, <laughs> oh, there you go. The <laughs> The Phantom is basically Barb in a purple leotard.
0: That's pretty much it. He was in a cave. He was talking some shit. I went, man, I need a nap. (laughs) (laughs) I woke up and the credits were starting for the next movie. I went, oh, I'll just sit here and watch this. i actually stayed awake through, was it the first Mr. Bean film? And I went, "That's, that's where Phantom is. It's below Mr. Bean's films. Wow. That's pretty pretty
1: sad for Billy that's, Zane.
0: That's very sad, Billy Zane. Um, haven't watched anything he's been in ever since. He's been tainted by that movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I put him on at times when I'm when I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It fucking works, man. <laughs> you need sleep. Put on the Phantom. You'd be gone in twenty minutes. The only, actually, the only other movie that put me to sleep was Harry Potter.
1: I watched Harry Potter right because i'd watched um the lord of the rings movies and i'd sat down and i was like right i'm gonna give them a go and i ended up loving them okay and so harry potter movies are all coming out and i'm like all right maybe it's the same sort of thing i sit down i watch the harry potter movie i'm like i've got no fucking idea what the hell's going on and it all just seems stupid to me
0: yep i've tried to watch the first harry potter movie three times and the the furthest I got up to before falling asleep was the bit where he's on a fucking broomstick, and I went, the fuck is this shit?
1: You know, the thing that really turned me off completely was when they said, oh, you've got this game where we all ride broomsticks, and we do this, 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 and they spend 10 millionths of the movie telling you what to do, and then they say, but if you grab this one thing, the game's over, and it's like, well, why don't you fucking leave with that?
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that that was shocking. The thing is, I can't sit through something like that but I can sit through all the presidents men and watch that all the way through and not and not be uh bored in what's it, in one sense whatsoever.
1: What's which one's all the presidents men though?
0: That's the the journalist who um broke Watergate.
1: Oh, is that the one with um Robert Redford and Robert Redford and what's his name?
0: Yeah, the other guy who played the uh he um, played some... Tom Cruise's moron brother.
1: <laughs> More, he wasn't a moron. He was... What was he? What was, how, <laughs> Tell us what he actually was.
0: I don't know. I can't remember. I didn't even watch the full of that movie. Rain Man. <laughs> Rain
1: Man. Have you ever seen Rain Man? I, I turned up halfway through that movie. Yeah. I was watching... <laughs> what the fuck is this? That's, a, that's actually a really good movie, Rain Man. It's based on a true story. <laughs> There's a... Uh, uh, I've I've seen a documentary about the real guy that it was based on. Not yeah. not not as not as Hollywood. Put not it as Hollywood. No, nah, nah. Was there the scene in the phone booth? <laughs> I don't know that that actually happened, but I'm glad that that was put on on film.
0: Yeah, that was that's that's my lasting memory of that film. I will yeah. have to watch, go back and watch the whole thing again because I didn't understand what was going on at the time.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's actually a good movie I like it I haven't Fair seen enough. it for a while yeah
0: I've got a long history of movies that I've part watched
1: it's difficult when you part watch a movie
0: yeah it is the context is very much missing mm. um, but there you go that's been
1: entertaining that has I hope that everyone enjoyed getting to know no Andrew one's F- listening at this stage Andrew Ferguson <laughs> a little bit more yeah if you tuned in for a rugby league podcast, you fucked up, son.
0: Here's what happens when it comes to movies. I sit down to watch a movie, and oh. after about 15 minutes, I go, "Yeah, I'm going to go do some stuff on rugby league projects."
1: Oh, really? Yes. Okay, I get that. Well, people
0: are paying me to work on that website, not to sit down and watch movies. So I got to go work. Got to work for the
1: people. You see, I I think sometimes it's like research. I feel like it's you downloading goodness into your soul so that we can come on here and we can talk with such uh with such um
0: enthusiasm
1: Sorry. for rugby league and everything about the game. For
0: twenty five minutes and then we talk about movies. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's all good. Um, is there anything else that's been happening? No. Not that I can see. No, nah, we'll have to do a uh an origin preview soon yeah and part two of our origin history thing which yeah. we were supposed to do last year along with part three yeah and that we, just um,
1: fell away the funny thing is we're looking forward to doing that mm. feels like we keep on getting uh not distracted but something always pops up when we think oh we'll do it now something happens
0: yes yes so We've got very little to us to stop us this time around, so we'll get around to that. We've got a few history yeah. episodes lined up, so um, something to to keep you busy over the off season.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad we jumped on tonight and pumped out a few of the news articles that were going around. Just a little bit of news. I thought it was important enough that we could do a podcast about. And yeah, it's been good. It's been fun.
0: Absolutely. You know what? I'm just going to do a quick search here. Yeah. I haven't done this for a while. Mm-hmm. Just find out what's going on in Fox Sports. Okay. See if there's anything
1: there. My guess is they're angry at Cameron Smith. Um... Panthers confirmed the
0: departure of six players. Have you heard that one?
1: Yeah, yeah. None of them are... The, uh... None of them were really... Ones that we really desperately needed. Um...
0: Yeah, there's not much here.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's but, been quiet
0: for news. Yeah, Tedesco's come out with. Uh, sorry, uh, Hooper's come out with an article about Tedesco using a footy whisperer oh, and explains how much he pays him because that's, how, that's what we all
1: want to know. Yeah. What do you reckon a footy whisperer does? Fuck all.
0: Yeah. Got to be the bloodiest job ever, right? Turns up, offers some wanky fucking ideas no one's heard of, mm. and then sends an invoice for shitloads.
1: Yeah. And then rolls in the dough. Why are we doing that shit? We'd be great footy whisperers. Yeah. Pick a random player to, for me to footy whisper. Okay. um Ben Hunt.
0: You won't drop the ball. You won't drop the ball. You won't drop. Just tell yourself you won't drop the ball. You're Be the
1: ball. Bit, the ball. Don't drop the ball. "It's not as bad as everyone's saying. It's, they yeah. Just don't listen to them or your coach or the fans or your teammates yeah. or your former yeah. coaches. Every time
0: someone says you're shit, get on your phone, open up your bank app on there and look at all the zeros and say, fuck you all. They, they don't
1: give all that money to shitty players. That's right. <laughs> Not okay, even the Dragons yeah. would do that. What about... All right, you do um, you do Jared Warrior Hargreaves. You're still
0: great. You're still the best in the business. You're still the number one prop. Don't believe what everyone else says. You are the best. You're the man.
1: Those penalties you give away, they're fine. There's nothing wrong with them. I yeah. think you're hard done by.
0: They help the team. The beneficial, that's actually smart play. No one gives you credit for that. They're good penalties. It's you, not like you give away bad penalties.
1: You're not stupid. You're not. You're not an idiot. You're not a liability. No.
0: Brain man proved that you're not a moron. <laughs> you're just special.
1: You've got okay. a special skill. Yeah, um, here's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a good one. Here's one for you. Clint Gartherson. <laughs> run. Just run with the ball. Please just
0: run with it. Just once.
1: Stop <laughs> just passing.
0: And, and when you, you, you think someone's from? going to tackle you, run into them and get tackled by them. It won't hurt. You see everybody else do it, they're fine.
1: Your, your hair's fine. You can do your it. Your fine. Everything's in place. Don't yeah, worry it, doesn't,
0: about it doesn't even matter if they hit you in the head. Your hair will still be there. Don't worry about your hair. It's all good. It's fine. You can you can run and get tackled. It's okay. Same in reverse. If Someone's running at you. You can tackle them too. Don't what be about, afraid.
1: What about what about and Sherry?
0: <laughs> it's not the drugs. The drugs don't work, mate. It's well, you.
1: How about this one? Let's look at the positives here. <laughs> <laughs> sample A. Sample B. <laughs>
0: Oh shit Here's one for you Moses and bye Oh wow Yeah
1: Um. I'm not even mad That's impressive (laughs) (laughs) Um.
0: When when you see the defense sliding towards the sideline It's okay to watch Sometimes it's hypnotizing
1: <laughs> Jack all trades master or none. It's a good thing. It's a good thing.
0: It's a good yeah. thing. You know, right. You're the only person I know, Moses, who thinks that a defensive line is one of those magic eye trick things where you got to look at it in different with, and squint at it for a while until you see something you're supposed to see, and by then some cunt's already gone and scored a fucking try. Sorry, I've got. I I've feel,
1: yeah. I feel like you're getting away from the player whisperer thing. Yeah, that that got a bit abusive. Yeah, that got a little bit personal. (laughs) (laughs) we are to another level there. Yeah. Who'd be another good one? Um, Trent
0: Barrett.
1: Yeah, I guess then you'd go into coach whispering.
0: Well, there is a coach whisperer. I mean, it's probably the same person, but, you know, you need to go into coach whispering as well. Yeah,
1: how how about this one for Trent Barrett, ready? This one for Trent Barrett. Hang on. Ready, ready? I'm sorry. I was just, I was just caught gazing into your eyes. They're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Trip
0: Barrett should do, should do, you know, play whispering. You just stare at says, "Look at me. Just look at me."
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't you feel better? out his eyes. It's, yeah,
1: it's like <laughs> there's a. You've never seen the movie Semi Pro either, have you? No, I have seen that one. Oh, have you seen where they put eyeliner on their eyes and they freak the opposition team out? Yes. Do you remember when Trent Barrett, when the NRL, this was the early 2000s, and the NRL completely cheaped out on, um, because they had no money, on the pre-season-like advertising and stuff, and instead they decided to have Trent Barrett read out a, a speech no, I forgot about that one. That, have you know okay, so they, they basically got him up. It might have been when the Olympic Stadium opened, and they got him up and he did a speech, and he's reading out this speech, and it's all it's, it's dumb, but then they start playing this music behind him that just made him seem like a dork, <laughs> and it was it was really bad, and I would love to get video of that entire speech, but I can't find it. So
0: that sounds anyone... like the that, that like the recipe that Fox Sports now uses every time Matt Nable speaks. It's
1: it's like and how about this bloke? Yeah, he'll look at and look at this bloke, Happy <laughs> out. All he knows how to do is run the ball. It's like, man, just calm down, dude. <laughs> and
0: how about this bloke, Cameron Smith? All he knows how to do is hooker. <laughs>
1: Imagine if he, he hookers really aggressive. He hookers, he, he hookers like no one else hookers. He's, like they show, they show Cameron monster, and they're like, "And have a look at this fucking cat <laughs> with his fucking moustache. Who the fuck does he think he is? <laughs> Wally Lewis, bit younger.
0: Where is that moustache, by the way? <laughs> and have a look at this bloke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could go on forever. That thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, that was – uh, it, you know what? We should do a list of things we want to – 10 things we want to see next year and 10 things we don't want to see next year. But <laughs> 10, 10 things we don't want to see and feel good because I feel like that that's just going to waste one if we, you know, they yeah. also have and feel good.
0: Actually, we should just put all of the media people we don't want to see as one.
1: Yeah, all of them, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, that, that way we don't just fill the whole top 10 with, people, with media people. Yeah, we
1: co- we got to get away from that.
0: Yeah, yeah. That'd I'm be- sure people don't tune into us just to hear us bitch and moan about the media.
1: No, there's no chance. Well, we yeah. hardly ever do it.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sure people don't want that sort of negativity, though. No. Is it is it still regarded as negativity if we're being negative about people being negative, or does that make it a two negatives make a positive? A
1: positive, yeah. I think that's how it works in um, electronics. <laughs> I think that's how it works in, in fucking atoms and stuff like that.
0: That's uh, fine like me.
1: Yeah.
0: We're really testing our knowledge outside of rugby league here.
1: We really are. <laughs> like remember that movie with the guy played an idiot with Tom Cruise? <laughs> I didn't know I said idiot. I'm pretty sure I said moron. Yeah, you said moron. I cleaned it up for you. I'm tr- I was trying to get you out of that mess. <laughs>
0: Oh no, I fucked that one up myself.
1: I would said gifted. See, gifted, gifted. Fair enough. Yeah. He's gifted.
0: See, I, the bit I saw, I didn't know he had a uh, he had a, a disability. So I yeah. just thought it, it was some dickhead playing like Jim Carrey, just mucking and just hammering up all the time. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this about? <laughs> It's just Jim Carrey.
1: Imagine, Imagine if you told somebody, you watch this movie. This guy pulls a prank on Tom Cruise for two and a half hours. It's the funny shit. And watch, he gets to the end and then he tells him it's a prank. And then watch the movie with them and then that doesn't happen. And they're like, well, when does he tell him it's a prank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll keep it, it's, in the,
1: it's in the extra scenes. Yeah. Yeah, it's at the end. It's a post credit scene.
0: Oh, I didn't have it. it must be on the you have to go and buy the d v d. It'll be in the deleted scenes.
1: <laughs> it's a good idea. We should do this <laughs> yeah bad endings for movies yeah just get, give a different context to a movie and then uh just ruin someone with it
0: <laughs> that's a brain idea.
1: I watched a movie the other day it's a it was such a dumb movie. It's called um,
0: "Driving Miss Daisy."
1: No, no, it was called "Savages." All right, "Savages." I'd seen it once before, and I remembered I was angry at it, but I couldn't remember why. So I ended up watching it again, and like about twenty minutes in, I'd remembered why, but I hadn't remembered fully. It gets to the end. It's spoiler alert, but but anyone wouldn't want to watch it. Gets to the end, and then it stops and rewinds ten minutes. Because that didn't really happen. What really happened, they're going to show you. And the ending was stupid again. (laughs) They gave you two stupid endings. I was so angry. Oh, man. I hate when they fuck with an ending. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it when it's like something happens and it's like, I don't know, that was just a dream sequence.
0: Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. And it was all just a dream. What would you waste my time with that fucking shit for then?
1: Yeah, that's when it's... Yeah, that makes me angry because that's lazy.
0: Yeah, well that that's pretty much American movie making. Mm-hmm. Let's just like, do
1: something on a dream. That'll do. I like my movies to have superheroes in them.
0: I like mine to be educational. <laughs> Die hard. Yeah, I'll learn about the Nakatomi Plaza, which was real at the time. How you get
1: over jet lag? How do you get over jet lag? Oh, yes. you make fists with your toes. Exactly. What well, don't. You- what don't you leave behind ever?
0: I don't know. Shoes. Oh, it's shoes. Yeah. No, you didn't need shoes. It got well, a they bit ouchy. Been... It got a bit ouchy, obviously, but you, did, you, yeah. you still got around without shoes. It Was bleeding everywhere. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I'm from the bush, man. I've done, I've done that before. Just walking down to the shop to get the mail, walking on the road, the asphalt road on the uh, 45 degree heat. Yeah. Back in my day, when I was a youngster.
1: Was that in between walking to school in snow?
0: Yeah, it was. Well, we spent six months of the year walking to school in the snow, and the other six yeah. months walking to school in 48 degree heat,
1: okay. putting
0: out bushfires the whole time and pushing the bus the whole way, uphill, both ways.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me some of the <laughs> classes, the rooms I went to school in, they weren't even air conditioned, man. You would not be able no. to handle
0: it. We had some of our classrooms that were just those demountable things, and they just had a fan on the top which pushed all the heat down on you.
1: Yeah, we had some of them too. The the math ones. Yeah, I I remember once we we went to Wag School, and we're walking past some math demountables, and Miss Chris sticks her head out the window and says, "I can see you boys trying to Wag School," and we all fucking gunned it. We, we got to the back fence and we were like, we we're walking up to it and we we're like, we're going to have to like be careful not to get our, our school uniforms dirty getting under this fence and stuff. When she started yelling at us, we were under that fence in like a second, six of us.
0: Yeah, no one cared.
1: It was good fun. Good times. Oh, well. On that note, I'm going to have to uh, wrap this wrap up. This up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just a little one coming to the room. Um, thanks. thanks for tuning everyone. Um, you can catch us on Twitter and Instagram at FergoFreakPod. We're on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook. So get over there check us out. Like and subscribe to everything.
1: <laughs> Go to Manscaped.com, put in the code NRL, 20% off and free shipping of everything at Manscaped.com. Go and do it for yourself and your loved ones and do it for the planet in general.
0: Absolutely. And just so everyone knows, she's okay. She's just having
1: a sleep. Nice.
0: She's a um, thanks, tune everyone
1: for this uh, very rugby leaguey chat, and we'll catch you all next time.